Chapter Eight of Chicot the Jester by Alexander Dumas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia. Chapter Eight: How the King Was Afraid of Being Afraid. When the king left Saint Luc, he found the court, according to his orders, in the great gallery. Then he gave Dole, Depernon, and Schomberg in order to retire into the provinces, threatened Quelus and Maugiron to punish them if they quarrelled any more with Bussy, to whom he gave his hand to kiss, and then embraced his brother Francois. As for the queen, he was prodigal in politeness to her. When the usual time for retiring approached, the king seemed trying to retard it. At last ten o'clock struck. "'Come with me, Chicot,' then he said. "'Good night, gentlemen.' "'Good night, gentlemen,' said Chicot. "'We are going to bed. I want my barber, my hairdresser, my valet de chambre, and above all, my cream.' no said the king i want none of them to-night lent is going to begin i regret the cream said chicot the king and chicot entered the room which we already know ah ça henry said chicot i am the favorite to-night am i handsomer than that cupid quellus silence chicot and you gentlemen of the toilet go out they obeyed and the king and chicot were left alone why do you send them away asked chicot they have not greased us yet are you going to grease me with your own royal hand it would be an act of humility let us pray said henry thank you that is not amusing if that be what you called me here for i prefer to return to the bad company i have left adieu my son good night stay said the king oh this is tyranny you are a despot, a Phalaris, a Dionysius. All day you have made me tear the shoulders of my friends with cowhide, and now we are to begin again? Do not let us do it, Henry. When there's but two, every blow tells. Hold your tongue, miserable chatterer, and think of repentance. I repent? And of what? Of being jester to a monk? Confiteur? I repent. Mea culpa, it is a great sin. No, sacrilege, wretch. Ah, I would rather he shut up in a cage with lions and apes than with a mad king. Adieu, I am going. The king locked the door. Henry, you look sinister. If you do not let me go, I will cry. I will call. I will break the window. I will kick down the door. Chicot said the king in a melancholy tone you abuse my sadness ah i understand you are afraid to be alone tyrants always are so take my long sword and let me take the scabbard to my room at the word afraid henry shuddered and he looked nervously around and seemed so agitated and grew so pale that chicot began to think him really ill and said come my son what is the matter tell your troubles to your friend chicot the king looked at him and said yes you are my friend my only friend there is said chicot the abbey of valency vacant listen chicot you are discreet there is also that of pithivier where they make such good pies in spite of your buffooneries you are a brave man then do not give me an abbey give me a regiment 
and even a wise one then do not give me a regiment make me a counselor but no when i think of it i should prefer a regiment for i should be always forced to be of the king's opinion hold your tongue chicot the terrible hour approaches ah you are beginning again you will hear hear what wait and the event will show you chicot you are brave i boast of it but i do not wish to try call your captain of the guard your swiss and let me go away from this invisible danger chicot i command you to stay on my word a nice master i am afraid i tell you help well droll if i must i will tell you all ah cried chicot drawing his sword once warned i do not care tell my son tell is it a crocodile my sword is sharp for i use it every week to cut my corns and chicot sat down in the armchair with his drawn sword between his legs last night said henry i slept and i also said chicot uh, suddenly a breath swept over my face it was the dog who was hungry and who licked your cream i half woke and felt my beard bristle with terror under my mask ah you make me tremble deliciously then continued the king in a trembling voice then a voice sounded through the room with a doleful vibration the voice of the crocodile i have read in marco polo that the crocodile has a voice like the crying of children but be easy my son for if it comes we will kill it listen miserable sinner said the voice oh it spoke then it was not a crocodile miserable sinner said the voice i am the angel of god the angel of god ah chicot it was a frightful voice was it like the sound of a trumpet are you there continued the voice do you hear hardened sinner are you determined to persevere in your iniquities ah really he said very much the same as other people it seems to me and then chicot followed many other reproaches which i assure you were most painful but tell me what he said that i may see if he was well informed impious do you doubt i all that astonishes me is that he waited so long to reproach you so my son you were dreadfully afraid oh yes the marrow seemed to dry in my bones it is quite natural on my word i do not know what i should have done in your place and then you called yes and they came yes and there was no one here no one it is frightful so frightful that i sent for my confessor and he came immediately now be frank my son tell the truth for once what did he think of your revelation he shuddered i should think so he ordered me to repent as the voice told me very well there can be no harm in repenting but what did he think of the vision that it was a miracle and that i must think of it seriously 
Therefore, this morning... What have you done? I gave 100,000 livres to the Jesuits. Very well. And scourged myself and my friends. Perfect. But after? Well, what do you think of it, Chicot? It is not to the jester I speak, but to the man of sense, to my friend. Ah, sire, I think your majesty had the nightmare. You think so? Yes, it was a dream which will not be renewed unless your majesty thinks too much about it. A dream? No, Chicot, I was awake. My eyes were open. I sleep like that. Yes, but then do you not see and... I saw the moon shining through my windows, and its light on the amethysts in the hilt of my sword, which lay in that chair where you are. And the lamp had gone out. A dream, my son. Why do you not believe, Chicot? It is said that God speaks to kings when he wishes to effect some change on the earth. Yes, he speaks, but so low that they never hear him. Well... Do you know why I made you stay? That you might hear as well as I. No one would believe me if I said I heard it. My friend, it is a secret which I confide to your known fidelity. Well, I accept. Perhaps it will also speak to me. Well, what must I do? Go to bed, my son. But do you think that sitting up will keep it away? well then you remain i said so well then i will go to bed good but you will not certainly not i will stay here you will not go to sleep oh that i cannot promise sleep is like fear my son a thing independent of will you will try at least be easy i will pinch myself besides the voice would wake me do not joke about the voice well well go to bed the king sighed looked round anxiously and glided tremblingly into bed then chicot established him in his chair arranging round him the pillows and cushions how do you feel sire said he pretty well and you very well good night henry good night chicot do not go to sleep of course not said chicot yawning fit to break his jaws and they both closed their eyes the king to pretend to sleep chicot to sleep really end of chapter eight recording by john van stan savannah georgia